Welcome to Vibrant Visionaries with Heidi Bennett. Today I'm excited to share with you a conversation with director Sonia Escalano. She premiered her film, House of Sweat and Tears, at Fantastic Fest, and I got to speak with her just a few minutes after seeing this world premiere. I will let you know that House of Sweat and Tears is definitely not for everyone, not for the faint at heart. It is quite intense, and I would definitely categorize it as a horror film. So just giving you a warning about kind of the tone of the film. As far as the tone of the conversation, it is quite interesting. Sonia is from Spain, and she had a translator with her. So you're going to hear a conversation between me, the translator, and Sonia. So you'll hear Spanish and English. Sonia was a very sweet, wonderful interviewee. I'm going to give you a brief description of the film just to give some context for what we're going to be talking about. Highly stylized and deliberately plotted, House of Sweat and Tears marks the arrival of an original voice within genre cinema, exploring the murky waters of blind faith and rebellion and cleverly divided into chapters to better accentuate the journey of its characters. The film slowly dissects what happens to a community ruled by fear when doubt is introduced into its fabric. So this story, while fictional, is based on a true cult leader from, I believe she said the 80s or the 90s. I actually heard both <laughs> throughout the festival. But it's um, about a cult leader that Sonia was fascinated with as a child and would see on television and somebody that just really stuck with her. And so she wanted to write a story that sort of connected to her own childhood, something that really inspired her to become not just a writer, but also a director. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. I will say that you will hear me take a little bit longer to sort of ask questions. You can't see me in the um, place where we were recording this conversation, but I'm using more uh, gestures and sort of being more, you know, visually descriptive to Sonia to sort of have a conversation with her. So I might sound a little bit different. You might be going, why is Heidi speaking a little slower or a little different? And it's just because I was, yeah, doing a lot more uh, kind of a visual cues of what it was I was talking about. Yeah, I think you'll really enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Sonia, <laughs> welcome to my podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I have just seen your film. I will um, alert our listeners to, to what your film is about. Acabamos de ver su película y va y sí que vamos a hablar de su película. I would like to know, having just viewed it myself, why did you want to make this? Por qué quiso hacer esta película? ¿Qué fue importante para usted? Pues, cuando era pequeña, when I was a young girl, en los años 80 en España, in the 1980s in Spain, había una mujer que se llamaba Amparo Cuevas, there was a woman named Amparo Cuevas, que tenía la capacidad de que la Virgen hablara a través de ella. She claimed that the Virgin spoke through her. Entonces fue fascinante como una mujer normal consiguió crear un imperio como ella creó en Madrid. She created an empire in Madrid based on this. Y cuando era pequeña, mi abuela, que era muy católica, when I was a young girl, my grandmother was very Catholic. 
eh, en la televisión siempre veíamos a esta mujer hablar. We would watch this woman on television constantly. Y era espeluznante porque era como ah, ah, con una voz así. Entonces para un niño era impresionante. She had this scary voice and left quite the impression on me as a child. Y al principio, porque también soy escritora, escribo desde que tengo siete ocho años, quería escribir una novela. I wanted to write this from the time I was a young girl. I've always been a writer. Pero pensé que que me faltaban las imágenes. But I felt that I was missing the imagery. Entonces decidí hacer la película. That's when I decided to make the movie. So, what stood out to me in viewing it was that it was visceral. It was very intimate. You're seeing people touching each other very closely. How did that come to be part of your way you wanted to tell the story, and what's that about? Cuando veo la película, veo que la gente está muy cerca, es mucha intimacia. Y también eh, lo vemos en cómo se tocan y también cómo, uh, ma cómo matan. matan en la película. Uh, ¿cómo, ¿Cómo esto uh, salió todo en su película? Hmm. Quizás un poco raro lo que voy a decir, pero creo que... Me sounds strange what I'm going to say. Creo que la película es una historia de amor. I think it's a love story. Story of love. Es una historia de amor visceral, infantil y puro. It is a love that is brutal and also kind. Entonces, eh, antes de escribir el guión, estuve contactando con psiquiatras y con sectas y con asociaciones sobre víctimas para crear el perfil psicológico de los personajes. To create the perfect psychological profile, I spoke with, uh, with counselors and various professionals that work with grief and trauma. Entonces, eh, uno de, los, de las características psicológicas es el tocarse, el sentirse, el ser una familia, el amarse profundamente, y el dolor y el amor, para ellos era una única, la misma cosa. For our characters, love and pain are one and the same. Uh, and when we were creating these characters, we wanted to uh, emphasize the uh, the touching and, and the connection. Great, great, thank you. I found that that was true to me. I felt the love and the pain. <laughs> I saw it, I felt it. Um, I felt also that the I was taking away um, the soft light and the color palette. It reminded me of parchment paper. I was just wondering if you could speak about the choices to use that lighting and that color palette. Noté la luz baja y a veces se siente como una, una tela uh, muy débil. Uh, si puedo hablar un poco sobre uh, el uso de luz y color. Mm -hmm. um, soy gran admiradora de los cuadros de Caravaggio. I'm a huge admirer of the paintings of Caravaggio. Me, me fascina y quería crear una película con, con los mismos con la misma luz I wanted to make a film with those same colors and the same use of light y que cada plano fuera un cuadro and that every frame was its own painting yes. fue, 
fue muy duro, lo más duro de la película, porque, perdón. It was the hardest part of the movie. Hmm. Porque rodamos solo con luz de las velas. Because we're relying on light by candlelight. Más o menos cuatro mil velas. About four thousand candles were used. Wow. Wow. <laughs> y, y era el mes de julio, estábamos doce horas solo con esta luz. It was in July. And we spent about 12 hours a day with just this light. No había ventanas, ni puertas. There was no doors, no windows. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. Um, one more question. How has this filmmaking experience, anything you'd like to share about how the process was or how you feel now that you're on the other side of it, just uh, your personal emotions about it. Una pregunta personal sobre sus emociones y cómo se siente ya que ha, ya que ha, ha acabado con la película y ya que ha acabado la producción. Después de terminar la película, eh, todo el equipo y los actores y yo estamos muy tristes porque ha sido una experiencia tan intensa que estamos bastante descolocados. It's such an incredible experience that our team, our crew, is sad. It's sad to, to see it end. Each creative process seems like it's a birth and almost like a postpartum experience, a sadness. I understand that as, as another creative person, that there's all the excitement and then the <laughs> yes 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 comprendes <laughs> have you been able to see other films at this festival ha tuvido una chance de ver otras películas sí. aquí en el festival de Fantastic Fest he visto porque hablo francés entonces es más fácil para mí he visto dos películas francesas I've seen I speak French uh, and I had a chance to see two French films. Oh, great. And one in Spanish. And one in Spanish. And one in Spanish. But today I'm going to see it in English. And what other films did you see? Every Good in the Sky. All the Gods in the Sky. Only Gods in the Sky or something like that. Only Gods in the Sky. What, was the, what were the French ones that you saw? Huh? That one was French. Oh, that was French. Did you see another French one? Schools out. Schools out. I heard that was very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Thumbs up. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. We'll wrap up today. I appreciate you speaking with me, and um, I'll let you know how to hear our podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Really. Thank, thank you, you for much. sharing. I'm so sorry. I can't speak English very well. No problem. But in this moment, I I learn English with a British teacher. Yes. And I have only five five class. Mm. It's very early for, yes, for yes. me for to speak. I can only imagine a year from now how you'll have even more. You said you speak French too, or you understand French yes. as well. You're far and away above me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you both. 
All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Vibrant Visionaries with Heidi Bennett. I look forward to sharing another episode coming up pretty quickly. It's another dispatch from Fantastic Fest, and it has a few extra little goodies. So I'll just tease that right now. And uh, you can find all of my episodes at VibrantVisionaries.com. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.